Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chris McMonigle. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. The fan. WFAN. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Chris McMonigle here with you on this Monday. That's right, Monday morning. I got you till the warm-up show, apparently. I guess that's how it works on Mondays, 5 a.m., I think CeeLo will be in for Jerry with Al. So I got you for three hours on this Monday morning. And thank God it's over. Let's just start there. Thank God this miserable first half of baseball for both teams are over. And both halves ended in pretty much the perfect way to quantify what these first halves were for both these teams as they lose to bad teams. That's pretty much what happened. The Mets, after a six-game winning streak, dropped the last two to San Diego. And the Yankees have an absolute horrendous loss and lose a two-game, uh, two out of three to the Chicago Cubs in just horrendous fashion. And we'll get to the Mets. Have no fear. We'll get to the problems that have, have hampered them all year long, have hindered them all year long. The same problems that hindered them on Sunday are what's killed them all year long. We'll get to it, but let's start with the Yankees because they are dreadful and they made some news. And they end their season losing a game they absolutely had no business losing, a series they had absolutely no business losing. Over the last three, they lose two out of three to the miserable last-place Cardinals. They dropped the last two games of a four-game set in horrendous fashion against the Baltimore Orioles, who they're chasing in the division. And then they finish up this miserable first half with dropping two out of three to the lousy Chicago Cubs in the worst way imaginable by blowing a game where you are dominating. Pretty much the whole game felt like that. It was tied 1-1 at a time. The Yankees get out to a 4-1 lead after a couple of home runs from Volpe and Higashioka. And you feel like the game's on cruise control because Herman is pitching a one-hitter. And then Boone makes a decision we'll get to. We'll get to Aaron Boone, the decision-making, everything that goes with it, the comments after the postgame. I know you're dying to talk about it. I know you want to talk about Aaron Boone. But for me, the play of the game is Gleyber Torres blowing an easy double play that sets the Cubs up for a big inning. The game is lost. The freaking start of the season is lost. And now the hitting coach is lost as the Brian Cashman finally makes a, a decision and does something this season and fires the hitting coach. A coach firing in the middle of the season, which is something he hasn't done in his entire career. It's almost as if he knew this was going to be my first overnight show. Cashman did me a favor. He said, talk about me all morning long, Chris. I'm like, you betcha, I'll do it. Because this Yankee offense has been the reason they've lost. Let's be totally honest. Besides a couple of duds 
from Severino. The reason I just listed all those series they've lost and all the games they've lost and the record without Aaron Judge, and we know all the stats, and I'm not going to feed them to you. I'm not going to tell you how bad they are and where they're ranked in Major League Baseball, whether they're 28th in this and 30th in that, and they got a 300 batting average and only this team's worse, and it's the ugliest thing we've ever seen. The offense is putrid. We know how bad it is. We know how freaking bad it is. Does that mean the hitting coach is the problem? Of course not. I'm not trying to tell you the hitting coach is the problem. We all know that for the most part, the hitting coach is the pro- isn't the problem. But since I'm known as a Cashman defender, let me at least say this for the first part. You know, the guy can do no right for the fan base, and I understand why. They haven't won since 09. That's enough. But they're clamoring for the team to be held accountable. They're clamoring for decisions to be made. They're clamoring for panic. They're clamoring for the idea of showing some guts and some emotion and not just letting this thing ride out. And then he fires the hitting coach, and what do you get? Scapegoating. Here we are, scapegoating people like it's his fault. They decided to make a decision on the hitting coach as they fired Dylan Lawson uh, earlier on Sunday. And look, again, is it his fault I've never been one to give praise to the coach. I'm not going to tell you now it's his fault. But has he done a good enough job where he can't lose it? Of course not. Of course not. Will this make significant change? I didn't think so at all until I heard they're probably going to go or they will go outside the organization. I think that's the biggest news yet. Because let's be honest, whatever you think about Dylan Lawson, he's a product of the Yankee design. That's what he is. He didn't get this job because he's some sort of outside-the-box thinker that wowed Brian Cashman and changed everything Brian Cashman thought about hitting. He's come up through the Yankee system a lot. You know, he did a lot of good stuff in the minor league system. And he's someone who thinks the way Brian Cashman thinks, and it's been a part of what's gone on here for a couple of years now. This is, if they just fired him and promoted one of the assistant coaches who they're keeping, this is a non-story to me. It's a non-story. But at least they're hiring outside the organization, which does a couple things. One, it acknowledges that Brian Cashman realizes there's a problem. And for Yankee fans and people who surround, you know, who follow this team think that Brian Cashman doesn't think there's a problem. He goes about his day thinking he built the team perfectly, and it's just a matter of time before that shows up. Well, he realizes that this nonsense can't go on anymore, and he can't fire the players. Now, there are players that eventually need to go. If Donaldson's going to have 15 hits with 10 home runs, despite the fact that 10 home runs is pretty good, he's got to go. We get it. And I've been a Donaldson supporter. I thought he was going to have a good year. But you can't watch it forever. I mean, there are is there much they can do? I don't know. They have to go out and, and add, add at the deadline. Is there much he can do to change this team right now? No. That's why we were clamoring for it in the offseason. That's why he was talking about how it needed to change. He wanted a left-handed hitting left fielder. He wanted those things and then didn't do it. So at least he's recognized there's an issue, which is smacking us all in the face, and we've been waiting for it. And if he's going to literally hire someone outside the organization with a new eye to come in here and tweak the things and the way they are done and to go about it differently, because you know what? Despite the fact that it's not Dylan Lawson's main fault, because I don't blame him for... You know, Anthony Rizzo becoming an absolute dud the second judge goes down. And I don't blame him for Giancarlo Stanton being in a month-long funk after an injury. We've seen that since 2018 from Giancarlo Stanton. Maybe not to this extent, maybe not to this long of a time period, but we have seen Giancarlo Stanton 
come off injury and look like he's never swung a baseball bat before. We've seen that. I'm not going to blame him for the machine being broken. DJ LeMahieu is broken. I'm not going to blame him for the one true hitter in this lineup who's been here, has been a a batting champion, a guy who's been third in the MVP voting. I'm not going to blame him, uh, the hitting coach, for when he looks like he can't hit anymore. That's not Dylan Lawson's fault. We know what's not his fault, but I'll tell you what, watching the team, I do see things that I didn't necessarily see last year when they were the best or at least the most highly scoring offense in the American League. Now, clearly, Judge hitting 62 home runs and being the best offensive weapon in the sport had a lot to do with it. A lot to do with it. But I don't like what I've seen from the team as far as approach. I mean, what they've done against starting pitching is ridiculous. You can't be worse. Starting pitchers consistently get deep into the games with one hit, two hit. They go through, I mean, they don't attack starting pitching in any way. They don't get, I understand that today's baseball is different and these bullpens, uh, you know, maybe besides the Mets, every bullpen in baseball has dynamic arms in it. Even the Cubs come out and throw dynamic arms at you late in the game. So it's not like it was in 1998 when the Yankees would get to the underbelly of the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, you know, bullpen. It's not like that, but still, they don't work at bats against starting pitching. They don't ever get the starting pitcher out of the game. What Tyone did the other night is embarrassing. The guy's literally the worst starting pitcher in the sport allowed to pitch every fifth day. He's got an ERA damn near seven, and he throws eight innings of one-hit baseball. That's embarrassing, and it's probably one of the final straws that cost Dylan Lawson his job. I mean, some of the approaches, and I know, you know, John Boy's been all over this, and he's asked Boone a lot. If you listen to the interviews he's done with Aaron Boone, he's talked about the idea how bad they've been against starting pitching. He's talked about the idea of what they do with, you know, in 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 attack mode, in fastball counts, 3-0, 2-0, They've been dreadful, and the approach at the plate looks terrible. So I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't think this is going to dramatically change some of the main guys who are causing the main issues. For me, it's Stanton. For me, it's Rizzo. For me, it's LeMahieu. These are the main guys who are causing the problems inside this Yankee offense. And I don't know what a new hitting coach is going to do for it, but it can't hurt. And the entire lineup, top to bottom, has had an awful approach all year. And so we can clamor about how he's a scapegoat. And well, I'll tell you, and the other thing I'll tell you right now, Brian Cashman, like I said, might have recognized there's a problem. The idea that Brian Cashman is throwing red meat to the fans and trying to, you know, brush blame away from him by dangling the firing of a hidden coach, I don't buy that for a second. I don't know what else Brian Cashman has to do to convince you he doesn't care what you think, but I promise you, Brian Cashman does not care what you think. He never has. And you know what? It's my favorite quality about him. Because he shouldn't listen to the fans. The old adage, if you listen to the fans soon, you'll be joining them. I, I kind of believe that. And this fan base is louder than most. But I promise you, this is not to get heat off of Brian Cashman. He relishes the heat. And quite honestly... He knows he's wearing 
a fireproof outfit when it comes to the owner. He knows it. The owner has no, no real stomach to fire Brian Cashman and give somebody else the power he's given Brian Cashman because he probably knows he can't right away. He is super comfortable with Brian Cashman. We all know this. You know it. You call me and yell about it all the time. So the scapegoat idea, I don't really buy. I honestly believe Brian Cashman thinks this might help, or at least he has to try in his own mind. He can't go through this season without at least turning over this with without turning over this stone. He can't do it. And that tells you a lot because he's been able to do it for 26 consecutive years, or 25 years, however long he's been the GM. It's never crossed his plate once, and this year he's telling you he has to at least try it because it is the worst we've seen. It is an, a pitiful offense without Aaron Judge. It has become the worst offense in baseball with the numbers to go with it. So I don't think this is scapegoating. I don't think this is trying to throw you red meat. Certainly not. This is Brian Cashman figuring he has to do something and thinking, he what else is he going to do? There's going to come a point where you either have to call guys up, get rid of Donaldson, makes moves with the roster, but that point's not here right now. We all know with the the extra the extra teams in the playoffs, the the parity in baseball, it's tougher than ever to make trades in this league. He does it every year. He will always try and improve the team. He's going to do it this year, but it takes time. They're three four they're three weeks away from that, three four weeks away from that, and they can't let their season fail without at least attempting to make a change. And there have been, you know, besides the idea that I don't like the the way that they've gone about it and some of the, the stylistics of their hitting approach, there's also, and I hate to bring it up because I thought it was stupid at the time, but I, I guess I have to admit this stupid Anthony Volpe chicken palm story has actually, I mean, is it a bad look for the hitting coach? I suppose. I mean, it is. Do I really believe that they tried nothing with Anthony Volpe? Do I really believe Dylan Lawson did absolutely nothing to try and help their rookie shortstop get through uh, you know, a terrible slump in the middle of his rookie season? Do I not think they watched old at-bats uh, when he was going good, when he was going bad? They tried everything. I'm sure they did. It clicked for whatever reason when he was talking to a buddy over chicken parm. It's a stupid story. Now we got to hear that it's not his mother who made it, it's his aunt who made it. This is where we are. We have to find we have to get to the bottom of who actually made the chicken parm. It's a bad look for Dylan Lawson. It was a bad look for Dylan Lawson and I don't know the role it played in his firing. But clearly for whatever reason it wasn't working with him. And while I have no anticipation, I'm very curious who they're going to hire. You know, there's some thought that it could be a former player. I was listening to Brian Hoke with Laurie and the idea that typically when there are decisions made, firings made, and new coaches hired, always in the offseason, never midseason, Brian Cashman and the Yankees tend to go opposite. They'll, you know, follow a uh, a manager with the style of Joe Torre and bring in someone like Girardi, who's much more the taskmaster as opposed to Joe Girardi's laid-back you know, the best thing Joe Girardi, uh, Joe uh, Torrey, excuse me, ever did was just isolate the team from the owner that everyone wishes was, was still around. 
That was the best thing he did, was keep the owner away from the team. And so they went to Girardi, and then they follow that up with Boone, who's coming from the the press box, and he you know he does every he imitates all the batting stances, and he's you know he's fun to talk to, and he, they go opposite. So the idea of maybe is there an old school kind of you know different kind of hitting approach from a former player as opposed to Lawson, who was not? I don't know. I don't know. Do I expect things to dramatically change come the series in Colorado? I don't. I don't. Because the guys who are really killing this team are veterans who've won MVPs and World Series. And I don't think Dylan Lawson is the reason that Rizzo has faded the second Aaron Judge got hurt. I don't think he's the reason Stanton's in a slump. I don't think he's the reason why Donaldson's what he's been since putting on the pinstripes. I don't think so. I don't think he's the reason why why DJ LeMahieu stinks. And I think we'll find out pretty quickly that whoever comes in isn't going to be the reason why they succeed. But something needed to change, and Brian Cashman acknowledged it. I hope you feel better about it. Because I know you don't, because it doesn't matter. They've got to show it on the field. And I don't care about where they are in the standings and a game out of I you know, we'll get into the comments of Boone being positive at the end of the game, and we'll get into his manager managerial decisions that I think are consistently second guessed for no reason. And I there was another one in this game yesterday that I think is so not the problem, but we focus on it like it is. But I don't care anything about in the standings, their record, where they're supposed to be, what they're on schedule for, what they've been over the last 160 games. I don't care about any of that. All I care about is trying to figure out a way to get this offense going. Because you know what? I am dumb enough, I suppose, to still think that there's a baseball player in Rizzo. I'm still dumb enough to think that if 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 Stan can get it going, he can carry this team like he has at different points of his career over the last handful of years including 2021 leading him into the playoffs and being their best playoff hitter. I still think that guy is in there. Donaldson, I don't know. LeMayhew, I'm worried about. But there are still guys in this lineup who are good enough to get by. And right now, this offense is not allowing the team to get by. They shouldn't be this bad. And we'll see if the changing of a hitting coach will make a difference. My guess is it won't. But I don't think it's some sort of scapegoating scenario, and I don't think Brian Cashman is a, is trying to, you know, play the don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain game by dangling a, a firing. I really don't, because he doesn't care what you think. He truly doesn't. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you on the fan in the overnights, and I'm excited about it. And welcome to the beginning of the show. It's going to be a lot of time between me with me and you, I understand it's a family. I know the callers here are some of the best that the station has to offer. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to get to work with Fliegelman, who I've known for a long time, but never really had the opportunity to see each other at you know different times, so I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to talking to you. Looking forward to joining what I know has been a pantheon of some of the best hosts the station's had to offer. I'm honored. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to get, getting started here. Uh, so many people to thank. This has been a grind. I've been doing it for a long time. I've been, you know, I started in uh, January of 07 as an intern. I got full-time in December, so I've been here a long time, and this is the culmination of a lot of hard work trying to get to a goal here of being a full-time host on the fan. So here I am. There's a lot of people to thank. We'll do that as we go along. 
But I'm excited to start. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to take your calls. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.